We've all been told that we should be problem solvers in order to be successful in our businesses. But is problem solving really helping you and your business and your customers? Find out what you really should be in this episode of Liberation Conversations. These conversations are the custom molded key to truth hidden in plain sight. Spiritual business strategies where entrepreneurship is a vehicle to your total life liberation. Hi there, welcome to another episode of Liberation Conversations with Katrina. I am Katrina M. Harold, CEO of Business Liberation and entrepreneur, author, and I love to call myself an artist. And I'm here to teach you, a gifted woman entrepreneur, how to price, package, and position all of your many business ideas and passions as one highly innovative, profitable business model that utilizes all of your creative gifts so that you are both personally and spiritually fulfilled as you build a sustainable sustainable six-figure business. And I'm glad that you're here today for this episode of Liberation Conversations because we're talking about, we're continuing the conversation about pricing strategies and oftentimes why we struggle with pricing ourselves. And in this particular one, we're going to talk about the myth of being a problem solver. And we've all been taught that in business that you want to find a problem that you can solve for your customers and then be you know, the person, the solution to actually solve that particular problem. And, you know, in my business journey, I was that person. And I can tell you honestly that it didn't work for me. Being a problem solver turned out to be the biggest myth for me. It caused me to live a life in my business where I wasn't taking care of myself properly, where the needs of my clients came before um, my needs, my business's needs. And it had nothing to do with money coming in because I was making money. I was, you know, being generating revenue consistently month over month, gaining new clients. I had a steady stream of clients, but I personally was not fulfilled. I personally was not able to really address my needs. And I, you know, my time was constantly being stretched and pulled um, because of this myth of being a problem solver. So what is a problem solver and what should you be instead? By the end of this podcast, I'm going to actually tell you and explain to you what you should be instead of a problem solver and actually how to become this new person in your business and the benefits to you by doing that. So a problem solver is a person where you, it's exactly that, you see an issue, you're walking down the street, let's just say, and you see someone with an issue and you immediately go into action. So that person has a need, they need you, and you have a solution for them, and you give them that solution. It doesn't take into account your needs, your abilities, and what you may need to be able to continue to bring to the the table to be able to provide this solution for them consistently and for other people over and over and over again. All The only thing that's considered is that this person has a need, and I'm able to solve that problem for them immediately. It's a very reactive action to want to solve problems and problems. And for women in particular, we're good at that because that's just how we're wrapped. We're very in tune with what our children need, with what our families need, with what our communities need, that we're often the first to react. That's the key word. We're the first to react to a person's problems. 
we're very creative in our minds in that way where we can solve problems pretty quickly. But what ends up happening ultimately is when we're solving problems is that one, we become we, we are now at the whim of the person with the problem. So you have a customer that calls you 10 times a day because they have a thousand problems. And sure, you can put a dollar amount to every single one of those problems, right? You can create a $97 product, a $300 product, a $20,000 product. That's easy. However, those are all things. Those are all reactive things that you're saying, oh my gosh, I got 10 emails about this, these problems that my customers are having. I immediately have to create 10 products for this. But oftentimes what we don't do is we don't take the time to sit with um, the issues that, we're, that are being brought to us. We don't sit with the, the, the problems that we're getting to really and really ask ourselves, what should I really be doing with this? Who am I in this space? I'm meeting people, people come to me all the time with so many problems. Why are they coming to me? Why me? What is it that they see in me that makes them feel comfortable coming to me to solve these problems? And why do they have so many daggone problems to begin with? <laughs> like what's going on? What is going on? So when we don't do that, in our businesses, when we are very reactive, it creates a very reactive business. And I teach this a lot to my clients that you don't want to be reactive to your clients There's there or to your customers. There is power and strength, blessings and abundance and learning how to be still and learning how to take your time and in learning how to really listen, listen for what you should be in this particular situation, and that is a solution provider. A solution provider is not reactive. A solution provider responds to what they hear, see, feel around them. So in other words, where a problem solver will see someone, of course, you know, you see someone in dire straits, you want to help them immediately. But a solution provider does not depend only on her resources or only on her abilities. A solution provider sees more, hears more, feels more than a reactive problem solver. A, a solution provider pauses for a minute, right, listens to what's been said, what's not been said, and understands, wait a minute, at the end of the day, this is, why, this, this, this is the reason why people are coming to me with these issues. It's not because, I don't know, they want to make more money or because, uh, I don't know, let's just say they, they want to, um, yeah, make more money. That's everyone's problem, right? <laughs> we all want to make some more money, money. But the reason why they're coming to me is because ultimately they see something in me that they wish they had or they wanted to be able to access. And that's something that is not necessarily connected to money. Money ends up being the byproduct of that access. And this is, this is whether you sell products or if you provide services. Even the products that you sell, it's not the bar of soap that you're selling. It's the experience it's the experience that your customers get from you or they get from your products when they engage in it. And that's why they sell. That's why certain brands and products have been around for so many years because after a while, it becomes less about the product itself. The products, 
actual content can be shoddy, it can be poor quality, but we still buy it because we have gotten so connected emotionally to the experience that the companies, the companies now that sell some of the top products that we purchase on a day-to-day -day basis aren't even the same companies that, create, have, that created the product to begin with. So it's not the person creating it, it's the experience of the person who is uh, benefiting from it. That's most important. So solution providers understand that. So one of the things that a solution provider can do in addition to understanding how to connect to the experience is they know, t they know how to also mobilize others to support this person in helping that person solve their problems. So for instance, I personally can only do but so much for my clients. However, many people come to me to so many things that it, for me as an entrepreneur, I now know that my business has to be dynamic. That means that I can't do everything. That means that I focus on ensuring that I have the right structure, the right systems, and the right team in place to be able to meet all the different needs that my customers and my clients ultimately have. As a solution provider, I can't do all of them, and I will not do everything. However, as a solution provider, my business will. So it's the difference between you being glued to your cell phone, to your iPhone, to your Android, to your, your Blackberry, waiting for your customers, right? And your every single sale, uh, sale of a product or service is tied to you physically doing the work or you physically setting up the systems. It's the difference between that and you saying, okay, wait, ultimately my customers want this very specific experience. How can I provide that experience in my business? And that means uh, putting together the right team, really getting down to the core, excavating down to the core why of your business. So it's not being a speaker, right, a speaking coach, right, and having eight all these beautiful different speaking products that you can sell to people to help them learn how to be a better speaker. It's really, get, really getting down to what is the experience that people want to have when they engage with you. Get to the point. And once you get to the point, your products, your services, your, your packages, and the positioning of it is so crystal clear, it's simple, it's to the point, it's uncluttered. Your ideal customer is very clear on what you do, even if you ultimately do nothing, but facilitate their process. And you provide the resources and the experience for them. Again, that can be you provide the experience of this woman clearing her eczema and being able to live a better life because you create a high quality soap. You don't have to create the soap. You can outsource to someone else to create the soap for you that you sell because you have mastered how to connect to this person. Or if you desire to make the soap yourself, still doesn't matter. You can still do that. And that's it. That's the difference between being a problem solver and a solution provider. A solution provider is able to leverage and grow her business exponentially by leveraging opportunities and leveraging uh, time, leveraging money, leveraging her resources to grow her business, to really meet the needs of her customers. Whereas a problem solver is reacting to whatever a customer needs. And you're constantly scrambling trying to create another product to fit it. You're scrambling to find another speaking gig so that you can sell more products. You're scrambling, scrambling to sell more bars of soap, right? You're scrambling. So we don't want you to be a problem solver anymore. We want you to be solution providers.
So I hope this podcast is enlightening to someone. If you're listening to this, please do share this podcast. It's free of charge. Thank you for joining me. Send me your comments. Visit KatrinaMHarold.com for your free pricing audit kit where you'll learn more about this. And thank you so much for joining me. Until next time.